This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading for the book of Deuteronomy. Moses said to the people, If only you would heed the voice of the Lord your God and keep his commandments and statutes that are written in this book of the law, when you return to the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul. For this command that I enjoin on you today is not too mysterious and remote for you. It is not up in the sky that you should say, Who will go up in the sky and get it for us and tell us of it that we may carry it out? Nor is it across the sea that you should say, who will cross the sea and get it for us and tell us of it, that we may carry it out. No, it is something very near to you, already in your mouths and in your hearts. You only have to carry it out. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Psalm. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. Turn to the Lord in your need and you will live. I pray to you, O Lord, for the time of your favor, O God. In your great kindness, answer me with your constant help. Answer me, O Lord, for bounteous is your kindness. In your great mercy, turn toward me. Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. I am afflicted and in pain. Let your saving help, O God, protect me. I will praise the name of God in song, and I will glorify him with thanksgiving. Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. See, you lowly ones, and be glad. You who seek God, may your hearts revive. For the Lord hears the poor, and his own who are in bonds he spurns not. Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. For God will save Zion, and rebuild the cities of Judah. The descendants of his servants shall inherit it, and those who love his name shall inhabit it. Turn to the Lord in your need, and you will live. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Christ Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him were created all things in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible. Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he himself might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile all things for him making peace by the blood of his cross, through him, whether those on earth or those in heaven. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. 
there was a scholar of the law who stood up to test him and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, You have answered correctly. Do this, and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, A man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him, and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins and gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on my way back. Which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, The one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Carla, on this 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, we are enjoying the middle of July. Uh, Hopefully everyone is enjoying some summertime and some family time. But again, we don't want you to take a vacation from us. So please continue to listen to us however you can. And uh, let's dig into some of these readings. So we have a theme today I got was basically the idea that you need to decide how you're going to live. We see that in the first reading about how the truth is already in our mouths and our hearts. We just have to carry it out. Of course, we see in the gospel that we need to love our Lord with all of our heart and all of our strength and all our mind and all our soul. And so this is what we're going to start off with is Deuteronomy chapter 30. Now, just a quick background. So this is uh, the end of Moses's time as leader. And chapter 30 discusses the conditions for the restoration and the glory of Israel. And then in chapter 31 is when Joshua becomes Moses's successor. Right. And Moses does have some beautiful words for the people. And it's really kind of very simple what it is he's saying. Those who love God will keep his commandments. And even though it's a very simple truth, it doesn't mean it's an easy one. Moses makes some exaggerations, you know, about you know going up to the sky or across the sea. But he's, he does that in order to make a point that even though keeping God's commandment isn't easy, it's not impossible either. Moses said this about the law of God. It is something very near to you, already in your mouths and in your hearts. You only have to carry it out. But of course, we don't always do what we should do. Sin will always be a problem, even for the very best Christians. And this doesn't come as any surprise to God. 
He has given us the means by which we can strengthen our ability to resist temptation and combat sin. During his time on earth, Jesus instituted the sacrament of reconciliation. He gave us his promise that through the sacrament, we can be freed from sin and be restored to a life of grace. It's a pity how few Catholics take advantage of that great gift. Sadly, this is a sign of bad formation or lax conscience or both. I've heard lifelong Catholics say that they don't go to confession because they don't have to. They never do anything bad. You know, I try not to let my jaw drop open when I hear that kind of stuff. Now, I'm saying this jokingly, but I'm, I'm really very serious. Some of the best parishes are full of sinners, and I'm not kidding. When confessionals are usually empty during confession times, and there are rarely any lines Well, those parishes just don't have enough sinners. But then there are the parishes where there's always a lineup at confession time, and that's a sign that they have a healthy understanding, not only of what sin is, but also about what grace is. Yeah, exactly. And you bring up the topic of free will. You know, we have that choice to decide for what is right and for what is wrong. And when you bring up confession, that's not something that is always easy for me. But when you bring about that idea and the graces that you receive, that fount of mercy, how beautiful that sacrament really is. And, and I wanted, while we're talking about, you know, I talked about the theme on how you're deciding how you're going to live and how that we do have free will and we have a free choice to decide here. I do have a quote from uh, St. Justin Martyr. I think he died roughly around 8155, if I'm not mistaken. But he wrote this. He said, furthermore, if the human race does not have the power of a freely deliberated choice in fleeing evil and in choosing good then men are not accountable for their actions, whatever they may be. They do, however, by a free choice, either walk upright or they stumble. Again, I love that because we've given that free will, that free choice, and we have a responsibility and the consequences of our actions. And I think in the first reading, we're given really the standard on how we're supposed to live in the first paragraph. When you return to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, And we see that, I think, just beautifully stated in the gospel here today. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Oh, yeah. And that's what Jesus is teaching us in this gospel reading, what it means to love your neighbor. And Jesus tells the story about a man who was beaten by robbers and left for dead. Now, we know nothing about his origin. Was he rich or was he poor? Was he a Jew or was he a Gentile? And that was what Jesus intended, to have that man's identity revealed in our own hearts as we learn to recognize ourselves in that poor soul who was beaten, robbed, and left for dead. After all, that's what mortal sin does to us. And most of us have experienced mortal sin, which has robbed us of a relationship with God and has left us gravely wounded in need of God's healing touch to restore our spiritual life. In this story, Jesus depicts himself in the role of the Good Samaritan. It's Jesus that binds up our wounds caused by sin, and it's Jesus who paid the price for our redemption. And we can't overlook the role of the innkeeper. Now, in this story, the Good Samaritan gave the innkeeper two silver coins to cover the cost of caring for that beaten man. And the Good Samaritan promised the innkeeper that he would return to repay the innkeeper 
if it turned out that he spent more than he'd been given on the care of the wounded man. At times in our lives, we're going to be that beaten man, suffering the effects of mortal sin and needing the grace of God to heal us. And at other times, we'll be the innkeeper, using what Jesus has already given us to care for others. And wouldn't it be great if we could find a way to spend more than God has given us as we care for our neighbor? Imagine what kind of a payback that would be. When Christ ends in this gospel today, which of these three, in your opinion, was neighbor to the robber's victim? And then the scholar answered, the one who treated him with mercy. And Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. This is what loving your neighbor looks like. This is the new standard of holiness that Christ calls us to. And with that holiness and with that love, we're called to love and mercy. Now, I want to make a distinction here again that we're not called to embrace all forms of behavior as moral, but we are all called to love. And the church, in its wisdom, does call all to holiness. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.